Hi and welcome, this is TV Donut. Uh, I'm Piers Ray. Joining me, as always, are... Saskia. And... Hannah. Oh, they're so lovely. Um, this week, we watched Enlightened from HBO and Mike White. Uh, basically, quick logline, a self-destructive woman who has a spiritual awakening becomes determined to live an enlightened life, creating havoc at home and work. Before we uh, get into that, we should talk about how we ended up watching Enlightened in Instead the first of place. DCI oh, good Banks. Point. Yes, we chose uh, our other choice last week, and then we did a little research. It turned out that the first season actually only had two episodes. So, so impossible donut. We briefly discussed watching the first and last episode of the last season or the second season. And then eventually just decided that it was just going to be too complicated not having and, seen the establishing relationship. Yeah, and like, the pilot is... We're here mostly to discuss the pilot, I feel like. Yeah, It's the absolutely. most important episode. And uh, I'm sure it's a great show, but unfortunately it just wasn't going to work out. The reason uh, we were resistant to watching Enlightened is that uh, Saskia and I actually had seen a couple episodes. As we've discussed many times before, we all get together and watch different television shows. Sometimes... We pick one of our favorites and force the other two into watching it. And other yeah. times we just pick shows at random that we've heard through friends or through the media or the critics happen to be really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are a few shows we didn't get all the way through. One, Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders unfortunately. Was one. Speak uh, for yourselves. It's oh, I a, love it. a big part of that why we didn't get through it is because it was a half hour show and we. You the, guys. The way watch. we watch shows, yeah. is it works well if we watch two. Like hour long shows, yeah. Episodes instead of, and we did watch. I think at least three seasons. We did, of it, and we loved it. Yeah, we thought it was great. It just there were so many of them, and and it was hard to watch. You know, five or six of them in a row on I, a on a Sunday afternoon. Also, I feel like you guys are gonna you're going to finish it eventually. Oh yeah, I, like. definitely. I day, also I definitely will. I was and Hank. Oh, it's all about Hank. <laughs> oh, Mr. Transparent. What a genius. So, uh, and the other one was Six Feet Under, which uh, Saskia and I had both seen, mm -hmm. and Pierce had not, and then we just, for time oh. reasons, didn't get all the way through it. Because of the Veronica Mars movie. Yeah, because I wanted to watch all of Veronica Mars before the movie came out, which we didn't end up doing either, so <laughs> it didn't really work out. We didn't quite it make was, it, it to the end. It was a pointless change, but, but... we did watch the movie together. Yes. Thank goodness. In bed. You, we'll yes. Just, we'll talk about that one other, mm. some other time. Mm -hmm. So, Enlightened is the only show we've chosen started to watch and then purposely stopped watching because we were not enjoying it and we were actually joined at, at the time by our good friend jeff McEnery. yes shout out to jeffrey hello hey, jeff are you listening he's Hopefully. on tour going coast to coast uh check him out paranoid. yes he's an amazing comedian yep. and you can find him on twitter at jeff McEnery, i think right yeah i think that's it yeah. hopefully yeah. we're doing a good job plugging <laughs> uh piers wasn't there he's hey. often uh traveling the world um yes off somewhere else was i i don't know i believe you were in calgary some yeah who knows I was traveling <laughs> the world and i was in Cal. okay yeah i was trying to make him more mysterious you're ruining it <laughs> perhaps um the um the Maycon Delta? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Two great suggestions, girls. <laughs> Two great ideas. The point is we had seen a few of the episodes and we had really struggled with it, which was unfortunate because we had been told by another good friend of ours, uh, Miss... 
It wasn't Sternberger. I don't know. It was Miriam. Oh. Oh, Miriam. Miriam spec the show while we were at school. Miriam Sidney, another screenwriter from Toronto. There's our second shout out of the day. Second shout out of the day. And also a a world traveler now that she's uh, a stewardess. Yeah. So jealous of her Instagram. It makes me want to murder her. Uh, But I love you. Anyways, she was the one that, uh, at least from my perspective, that I knew that really, really loved the show. And I think a few of our teachers also kind of were into it. Yeah, yeah, well, when we were at film school, this is just coming out, right? Or entering its second season? It was, yeah, 2011, 2012. So it would have been on, da- yeah, the year, of the, basically the year we were in school. I remember, I never saw it I until this, and, but I remember at the time it was getting a lot of critical praise for having a, a it's a very different female lead. Uh, yeah, definitely. Not, not necessarily, I mean, there's... We're, yeah, we'll get into she's that. She's very have... flawed and <laughs> just flawed. She's yeah, <laughs> like she is no. That's true. Good she doesn't traits. have a lot of strengths. Um. So, what did you? What was your first impression? You, you, you didn't like it. Just one more, one more thing before we yeah. talk about the show. I was always intrigued about watching it because of Laura Dern, yes. who is in my like one of my favorite movies of all She's time. She's amazing. I wanted um, to stay and one of yours on uh, the record as fact that I saw Jurassic Park in the theater seven oh my God. seven times. In That's 1993, seven times. Because it's a flawless movie. And, and she's amazing in it. I had... I'm so proud. I only just put this together. What? Th- that she was in Lord. Jurassic Park. She's... Okay, okay. That's fair, it's fair. Um, yeah. She's also I knew in Blue I Velvet. recognized her, but I didn't look her up. Blue Velvet. She's in Blue Velvet as well. She's Are been in a ton oh of incredible God. films, and she's an incredible actress. And I think she gives a great performance in this show. I don't think she's the problem. <laughs> She well, she has a. Uh, I mean, she's got a challenging role here. Like it's a person on the edge of a nervous breakdown at all times. Yeah, and she's also very like airy fairy and like always talking about like meditating and, <laughs> and being above. I don't know. I don't it's, know. Yeah, she's she. I mean, it, the whole subject of being enlightened. She takes yeah. on a whole new age kick to her life, but at the same time, she's clearly mentally ill. Yes, it's stated it's that unstable. She's, Definitely an addict. Well, she's on medication. Oh, no, she's not. She's well, off she's her medication. medication. That's how you know. There you go. Which is the craziest type of crazy. Yeah. So I what feel about like... you, Saskia? Did you reevaluate? Did you change your feelings? Oh, well, no. Absolutely not. At no. first, when when the finale started, uh, the finale of the first season, I was thinking, was, maybe she did change a lot as a character, and this finale is going to change the way I see the show, and it did not. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to talk about, um, uh, the donut questions, is how much time you thought had passed between the pilot and the finale. It doesn't feel like a lot. No, it the, the d- episodes, definitely doesn't. Uh, did you guys notice this? I felt like the episodes, and I kind of, this is one of the things I liked about the show, is I felt like the directing, it was very slowly paced, very relaxed. Like, Which is why we hated it so much the first time around. <laughs> I thought, I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of like a, it felt more like I was watching a movie. It's, uh, it's cinematographically. That's, that's not the word. That's not a word. Cinematographically. Uh, yeah, but I, uh, I you like know what it. I mean? Cinematically. Like, let's pop, yes! pop that in the lexicon. Cinematically, it, I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the the. It's a lot of. It reminded me of Wes Anderson. A lot of the shots. There's a lot of close-ups of objects. All the scenes in Hawaii are just beautiful. They were, yes. And even on the flip side, in in the finale, when she's sort of fantasizing about like burning the place down, <laughs> it just it looked really beautiful. Let's read the synopsis, pilot, and then Please. we'll just get into it. Okay. 
So all it says is a corporate employee starts a new life after suffering an on-the-job meltdown and receiving therapy at a holistic treatment center. Hmm. That's all it says. That's quite that short. That doesn't even specify that she's a woman. No, I <laughs> know. Uh, okay, well, maybe we can give a little more detail on that. Uh, Amy is, we, we open with Amy in the midst of a full-on breakdown in the bathroom. She's just found out she's getting fired from Abaddon, which is like a drugstore? What, yeah, what it's I think like... I finally established by the finale is that, yeah, they're a chain of drugstores. Yes, but they're vertically integrated, so they seem to make, they have a different division for all of the products they construct. What we also learn is that the job she's being fired from in the pilot, she's she's the head buyer of health and beauty supplies. And did she, you know what, she sorry, create she's the even... position she has? No. No, it was always there. She's also not being fired, technically, in she's the pilot. Not. She's being moved to cleaning right. supplies. You said she was being fired. I know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm correcting myself here. Yeah. Um, First, before we get back, I just want to talk about Abaddon, and I meant to look this up because maybe someone can Google it, but uh, Abaddon is a major villain in Supernatural. It means hell. There we go. Okay. It's the place of destruction, which is a ridiculous name to choose for a large company. Yes. Like, why would anyone name their company this? It's not a family name. No. Right? It's a... It's pretty hand-handed. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. We find her, she's in the bathroom, she's crying in the stall, we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, and she, because she's being demoted to, um, what she be doing? Cleaning supplies, yeah, you yeah. said that. Is, is it a demotion? It's the same job in a different department. Uh, it's a demotion, it for is sure. Definitely like a demotion. going from selling like makeup, like that's a lot of money, to going to selling like mm-hmm. Clorox. Uh, yeah, it's but definitely it's, a demotion. But I think what they're trying to do, right, is get her away from Damon, who is Ooh. her boss, who she's yes. having an affair with. And, and I feel like she, at the p- very beginning, I don't even know if she even knows she's going to be demoted. I feel like she's just crying because everybody's found out about. No, she knows. For yeah, sleeping with her before, boss. She, and, well, before she has any interaction with anyone else, she's mm-hmm. screaming at him about it. So she must have known beforehand because no one tells her in the meantime. Weren't the two women talking about it that walked in? <laughs> They're to the talking bathroom? about her being taken out of this department. They are the ones that say that she had sex with her boss, and then they also say that she's always creating drama. Mm-hmm. That's really all they say about it. Basically, from the point in the bathroom where she overhears these women, she exits and just like makes her way through the office. She curses off these women in the bathroom. She yells at her secretary, who's the only person in the office trying to help her. Krista. Krista, thank yeah. you. And she tells Krista that she intends to murder Damon. Yes. <laughs> and uh, she... You know, she's got mascara streaked all over her eyes. She does look crazy at this point. Yeah, which Krista tries to slow her down and and say, like, look, pull yourself together because not only are you acting crazy, but you look crazy. Mm -hmm. And that's just one step too far sometimes, right? It's like, if you appear insane, no one's going to listen to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then she confronts uh, her boss, who she's having the affair with, Damon, and two uh, customers at the elevators. They he basically gives her a brush off, saying it's not a you're, it's not a demotion, whatever. Yeah, and she says, "I will kill you, motherfucker." She <laughs> whole, he tries to get away in the elevator, and she wrenches the doors open with oh, her bare hands. Hilarious! Cut and to she opening does credits. Super crazy. Yeah. One of the things I did like about the show was the way they sort of use profanity and sort of the one-liners that she just like when she can't control her anger and she just spits it out Mm -hmm. she's really funny Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and that's... See, that's the core of what I like about this show, is that it's a person trying to be better. Yeah. Like, on the page, I like that idea. I like that this is about someone who's got a lot of problems trying to overcome them. I think one of my biggest problems is that we don't see enough of the before. Before we're thrown into the after. Well, in in the pilot especially... I have a lot of trouble the whole with setup, right? The whole because setup. we don't really know who she is or what mistakes she's like. I don't know if we get any flashbacks in two through nine. It doesn't seem like a show there's, with flashbacks, yeah, but no, I feel like we would definitely get more backstory if we watched the whole yeah, season. That's true. But I'd like a little more backstory in the pilot to get me tempted, and that's. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Let's continue. Uh, so that's the cold open. That's basically. the cold open, and then and it's quite intense. Yeah, holy it's cow, intense. it's intense. It's There's, terrifying. It starts like right off the bat. It's should crazy. also say that Damon uh, is played by what's his name, from, Char- Charles Estes from huh? Nashville. Yes, he's on Nashville now. He plays Deacon, and he is one of my favorite people right now. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about doing this podcast and, and watching all these shows that we never saw mm-hmm. is seeing actors that I know from other roles play a part that is completely opposite. Like him as Damon and him as Deacon could not be more opposite and it's just it's I, he was almost unrecognizable to me even oh. though he looks exactly the same <laughs> it was unbelievable anyways watch anyways. Nashville it's great <laughs> so coming back in from the credits we now reveal that she's at a Hawaiian uh, rehabilitation center I guess you would call yeah, it yeah they never really specify like if it's a drug rehab alcohol rehab anger, anger rehab, rehab which yeah. seems like... and she, well she does say that she had a, I guess it's I don't know if that's no that's in the Pilot that she had depression and that she was getting treatment for that later right. on, but we'll get to that because I have a point to make about that. Uh, she this is a strange sequence where it's a it's just a lot of shots of her with her group and her friends, uh, and there's a, a narration with a bunch of thoughts. Yes, in a she talks voice. about waking up to your higher self, and yeah. that's, that's where you lose me. I'm speaking with my true voice now without bitterness or fear. And I'm here to tell you, you can walk out of hell and into the light. You can wake up to your higher self. And when you do, the world is suddenly full of possibility, of wonder and deep connection. Yes, uh, this whole (laughs) sequence is nothing but but new age yeah. babble. And there's a lot it's of meaningless. voiceover new age babble. And it, to me, it feels like, I don't know, that she's meditating and we're hearing her thoughts. Yes, I okay. agree. That's what you think too. But it's just, it's not new information. It's no. Just, it's just, yeah. Yeah, and she's not, like she's swimming and a turtle passes her by. She dives down, grabs yeah. a shell, and she comes up like she's been completely baptized and transformed. Yes. Which here. she mentions later on that that, that that did happen and that... She that was her moment. Saw of, God or felt God. Yes, yeah, that's right. It's a beautiful moment, but all of this talk just makes her sound crazy. I agree. But the turtle is my favorite part of this whole show. Turtle mm-hmm. is a beautiful mm-hmm. shot, and, and it keeps coming back. back. Yeah, and he's so pretty. Um, so she comes back to town, and uh, she bursts in on her mother. Well, first she tries to get a hold of Damon. She that's calls true. him from the car. Um, he wants to talk to him. Yeah, she wants to clear the air before she returns to work. At this point, she does genuinely sound uh, apologetic. 
Like, it's strange to see such a huge tra- transformation. I think she is genuinely... See, I don't think she is. Not apologetic, but wanting to go about things in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she calls Damon, he refuses to answer. She arrives at her mother's house. Her mother is kind of... Um... She's the worst. See, I think she's fine. Yeah. I think she's also fine. I think she's been dealing with an awful daughter who has not, like, wants... Because I don't think See, Amy is redeemed. In the finale, like... Maybe that's more of me not getting to see the before, mm-hmm. but everything that comes out of that woman's mouth is an insult. Well, it's clear that she doesn't want... Like, she's sick, like it's clear that she doesn't trust Amy or want to be around her. And I feel her, like Amy, but, before she went away, was the exact same way with her, and that their relationship just has been this hostile thing for a very long time. See, I feel like the mother is fine, and that Amy is just... Maybe she's better now. I don't buy it. But she, uh, like, before she left, she must have just been the worst person. No one at her office likes her. That's the one thing we get from the cold open. Everyone's whispering about her. Everyone's happy she's going. No one in this, no one likes Amy. She has no friends in this show, in the pilot. Yeah. She doesn't seem to have any friends. I agree with that. And and I agree that it's possible she might be just as bad. But anything she is is because of who her mother is. And you can't turn the blame the other way around, in my opinion. Yeah. But I will just point out every horrible thing that mother said. She does and say we quite can a talk bit of about stuff. It again at I the agree. End. Okay, because fair enough. to me, I mean, there's a whole redeeming, quote unquote, redeeming moment at the end of the mm-hmm. pilot where yeah. the mom has fallen asleep. But I, to me, even that is a manipulation. Like, who would fall asleep? Like, look, look, I'm reading this letter that you gave me. Look, I'm reading it. Like, I, I think she, there's a lot of that kind of stuff in this show, though. That like, like, it's it's meant to be sincere. But it but it's, comes across as yeah, very ersatz. Anyways, so yeah, Amy tries to hug her mom. It's clear her mom's not into hugs. That's your first <laughs> sign of a great what, parent. She says, "What? What's wrong? Why are you doing this?" She says, "What's, what's wrong? You look like a hippie." Oh, she also says, "You're going to spill my coffee," which is, you know, and sort of true. The best mm-hmm. part of that conversation sort of. was, "It's good to see you, mom," and she just says, "Why?" Yeah, exactly. Why, Why is it good to see? Unbelievable. Me? So the next scene we have, uh, Amy goes back to work. She's talking to the HR department about getting a job. Uh, Judy and Brad. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a funny scene. Oh, and this is, she's in this room talking about how she wants to make her own, a new position for herself where she basically comes back and tries to make uh, Abaddon into a better company. Like going out and doing community outreach, yeah. working on improving their products. Uh, this position doesn't exist. Her old job isn't there. And so they basically give her the heave-ho. They laugh in her face, pretty much. Yes. I thought they were pretty polite about, about the, it, like, considering that she's crazy. You want to create your own position here that doesn't already exist? Yeah, definitely. You're right. If they weren't... And after what she did, it's... She doesn't well, we don't really... really know what she did. Yeah. All, we know that, A, she slept with her boss, which is pretty unprofessional for like, both of them, which yeah. we can't he say anything about that. He doesn't get even And a both of them were well, you know married what the at the time, is? so it wasn't a fair. The difference is that she he hasn't had a huge breakdown in his office. Oh, and totally. Made a, like, that's and made it about In work. front of customers. Yeah. Like, what do you, do you, she mentions in the pilot when she's talking to, uh, Krista that she had an ex-husband. Do we know for sure she was married at the time that she was sleeping with her boss? This comes into the TV donut for me because I feel like between the pilot and the finale, uh, I feel like she was cheating 
on I, Luke Wilson I think with so. her boss. Okay. And I it think might so have too. led to his drug addiction. We were never, it was never confirmed, at least that I saw in the pilot or the finale, mm-hmm. that Levi, who was played by Luke Wilson, yes. uh, who I completely forgot was even in the I show. I did as well. <laughs> completely. This is how well we were paying attention when we watched the first time. Uh, is he her ex-husband? Yes. Okay. He absolutely is. I don't think that was confirmed. It it's, wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't confirmed in the pilot also not in the finale no but it's it's implied heavily it's also i didn't figure it out until i was making my notes and then i was like oh he's the because the only the fact that she even has an ex-husband is only referenced once in the two episodes when she's talking to krista and she says is she talking to krista after she goes to hawaii right yes they're having lunch and krista who was her former assistant tells her a she's been promoted and b she's pregnant and um amy's sort of like that's so great. I think we find out in episode two. Which I'm pretty sure we watched. We, because we watched it. Thanks, guys. That Krista is promoted into the job that Amy had, yes. right? She basically stole Amy's job. I, she didn't see... This is my big problem with the show is I'm on everyone else's side besides Amy. Well, I'm not saying Amy. she stole Yeah. Amy. Yeah, she was, it was the, next, because she's the most logical so person for the job. And she's been dealing with the craziest boss yeah. of all no, time. No, no, no. Yeah, that wasn't you know? a dig at her. Okay, okay. Um, And then... Amy and she's sort of babbling and she says my ex-husband's addiction issues and mm. that's when I put it together I was like oh she yeah. must be Luke it's, Wilson because it would be weird Luke for Wilson. it to be a third guy well and yeah. here's the thing who else is she she has no one else she has no yeah. friends outside work because she's a workaholic she has only her ex-husband Any, anyways I, I back to this sequence where she is basically talking her way back into Abaddon so they say you can't have your job back and she says oh I think that you know, and she. This is where oh, that her was facade. So yeah, this is where her facade breaks, and this is why I think that this whole new age thing is a put on at first. Yeah. And she's supposed to be growing into it, though I don't think she ever really does. She no. doesn't. Nobody so. seems to change much between the pilot and the finale, character-wise. Yeah, she might believe that she's doing there it. There doesn't but seem to be a lot of geez. growth. That's why I thought it must not Except be very long that's gone by. Even I, the mom is still doing these like mean digs and then mm-hmm. Levi is sort of in a breaking point but but there's looks like there's there's implied change for the second season in the finale yes but absolutely. she says that's funny I talked to a lawyer before I went back and she's doing this in a very passive aggressive way and the lawyer said you know if I went for treatment after I was fired because of a pre-existing condition you guys couldn't fire me because it's you know discrimination or whatever yeah, she threatens a wrongful termination so lawsuit this implies the only reason that she went to rehabilitation was to cover her own ass and to stop herself from getting put out of the company yeah i would agree with that yeah so i, I feel I mean, like even in the point that we leave her at during the like mid breakdown it doesn't seem like she thinks that she's in the wrong oh she definitely doesn't think she's right? wrong about so, anything yeah, she definitely like calmed down and was told like okay this is how you get out of this and that's mm-hmm. what she did but then that like your surroundings influence you mm-hmm. right so like the 30 days or 60 days or however long she was gone it was several months. Yeah, well, there you go. That's going to seep in, and now that is also a part of like the way she's uh, go- strategically going about her life, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's a sort of like the honey and vinegar thing, right? It's yeah. like, well, that, that didn't work. I didn't get what I wanted when I did that. Now I've been demoted, so the way to get back up is through this path of, like, quote-unquote, enlightenment. Yeah. She just wants to get what she wants. Yeah. Which is... I guess the exception of that is her relationship with her mother, mm-hmm. because she seems to want to repair the relationship with her mother, but it doesn't benefit her directly, as far as I can tell. Right. Is she living Definitely. with her mother? Which she is living with her mom. She is. 
Uh, and that's where he actually puts us back into a scene with the mom when she tries to read the letter that she has written at the rehab center to her mom about all the issues, everything they've been with. She was supposed to write a letter to the person that they had like they resent the most or something they the relationship they want to I don't know if they, they I don't know if it's specified it's like one person this yeah. is just I'm supposed to write a letter I no, wrote a letter to you No she did say out loud it was the, I can't remember now either what you it was the one person that you think that you've struggled the most with Some, yeah. something like that it was definitely like a dig And it was yeah she, it was very easy for her to pick her mother And this letter is so vague I I got a little excerpt from it because it, it's like a lot of the New Age talk on the show. It's vague. It doesn't really say anything, but it's supposed mm. to sound deep. Uh, so, Amy, I truly believe we can change. And if we can change, the whole world can change for the better. So and her bad. mom says, I don't know what that means. And I, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. But yeah, as soon as she starts reading the letter, her mom also says, how long is this going to take? And then... Amy's like, why do you have something else that you need to do? And she says, no, I just want to know how long it's going to take. Like, it just... You know what, that's, you know what that says she's to me? so passive-aggressive. That says to me the parent of, like, an addict who has... They've, yeah. like, said... Uh, they've gone through this whole song and dance before, and they're just like, great, all right, you want to play this game again? I agree with you, when but I need to have gone through it, too, mm, to mm. be on her side with that. I completely right agree. now, it feels like... Because Laura Dern's not acting like an asshole i mean she still might be an asshole but towards her mom she's being completely reasonable and it might be too, i thought she was being totally self-centered with too, her mother with the letter reading not with the, i don't think in this scene she with was. the letter and i thought coming, she I comes thought in that, throws her stuff down and goes right back to the company to try to get her job back she's yeah. there for like 10 minutes she has an appointment though i mean that's not like she she but has this to is be the... there at a certain time and i would say her mom is glad that she's out of the house yeah yeah definitely like your mom doesn't like want to be around her. To be there i don't want to be around so her. when she's reading the letter she lists off some of the things they've been through together one is you know dad's death when her dad passed away mm-hmm. uh money problems and the third one is bethany's issues so her sister that, okay yeah so there's a little... i assumed maybe that it was a sister we don't get to see no. her in the pilot or the finale she does become a character in the second season i just noticed because in the trivia on imdb when they cut the second season from 10 to 8 episodes due to lack of audience yeah uh they had to cut short a big storyline about her coming to stay okay mm-hmm. so what do you think her issues are because what i found interesting about that statement was like amy has so many issues yeah so like, like what can bethany do that's yeah what's worse. not on the list that's what i want to know what do you guys think um <sighs> can't be drugs because it levi can't, yeah because levi can't be alcohol can't be mental illness anger or it depression. could be she's crazier than even uh amy is gambling gambling might be something like maybe that is tied to the money ran away what well, she could just be non Maybe she's completely detached she's from the family. Be she could be a strange. Like oh, this entire show is about addiction. Yeah. Even when Amy has given up everything, she's drinking a big gulp the size of her face. That's right? true. That's and that it's that's one thing I like. The show's full of like weird little touches well, like that. That's the thing. Like, it's like that's the it's it's an acceptable addiction. Sugar or like coffee yeah. or you know food. It's just it's the thing she can keep doing and not get in trouble for anyway i just liked how long they spent showing her drinking that big gulp like looking up at the building she's about to go into and just sucking it dry and i actually like, really wanted it seconds. i know did you i did too oh, and i was man. like oh god it's working on us yeah what's happening 
Okay, so then what happens? Oh, she tells her mom she's off her meds. I was going to say that. Which just we now. already talked about. Yeah. Uh, and her mom also says in this dialogue that she only wants what's best for her. Yes, I wrote which that down too. It's interesting. So it's the first show that there's like a little bit of connection between them, something that could be salvaged later. Yes. Like at this point, I'm like, okay, now I have hopes. Yeah. In the middle of this season, they're going to start coming together. And yeah, definitely. I think they... Do, oh, clear, as we by see the, in the finale. Totally. So there. that's when we meet Levi. Uh, Amy does like I wrote a drop, book, and run because she goes to his apartment. She decides not to knock on the door. She leaves a book and then she runs away. But he catches her. Comes out and it's Luke Wilson, which was oh blessing and blessing. Just yeah. save the show for me. He's amazing. And I yeah I can't believe I've forgotten. I know me too. <laughs> it's so strange. Um, the book was called Flow Through Your Rage. Mm. Ugh, another meaningless new help title. <laughs> it's pretty theory. funny though, I like New that. age self-help. How anyway. do you flow through it? Anyway, uh, so they end up chatting, they go up for dinner, and they toast. Yes. What do they toast to? They toast to? The presence of God. Oh, Ooh. God. Yeah, <laughs> I was like... Oh. Oh no! Oh yeah, she—that's the whole. I couldn't figure out if the show was God. making fun of these people or on. It feels like it's very much on her side, like she's on a journey. Yeah, I guess it's, it's like, like it takes her thoughts like very seriously. The comeback with Lisa Kudrow, but try, in, in earnest. Yes. In a weird way, like we're not supposed to be making fun of her. Shows that are this in earnest make me very uncomfortable. Yeah, he. Uh, these people feel things. Levi makes a weird joke about being on mescaline at Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That and was also nice. Made me want to do mescaline. He, I felt like Luke Wilson, by the way, in this was doing a great job of being an addict. Especially yeah. in the finale. He, yes. And yeah, he has a couple of great scenes in the finale for sure. He goes through changes because he's kind of clean here, but he hits the skids hard by the finale. Yeah, well, definitely I mean, one of the things I wanted to talk about is... Um, you can tell because he's wearing a jean jacket in what the last do you, episode. What do you think his rock bottom is? Uh, so in the finale episode, uh, the very beginning, Levi shows up at their apartment mm-hmm. and he's so desperate to get in, he actually breaks the... Uh, yeah, he breaks the front door. Front door at three o'clock in the morning. The hinges. He's completely out of it, and he tells her, like he's so amazed that she's turned around her life. Mm-hmm. So you know, she has at least stuck to sobriety and 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 hasn't kind of slid backwards mm-hmm. as far as we can tell. She's impressed at least one person, though the lowest <laughs> the person in her in the life. World. Uh, and he wants he wants help. So one of the things I wa- thought we could talk about TV donut wise is a like what is his rock bottom? What happened the episode before this that led him to this point? And do you think he gets on that plane at the end? She drives him to the airport. She tries to watch him go through security because he's going to the same rehab mm-hmm. she went center to. that she went to, and he kind of gives her guff about like I'm not a you know the typical addict. Like yeah. the whole time I was waiting for him to bolt. Yeah, I was too. Especially the look on his face after she left. Yeah, but we don't get to see. So I'm assuming in season two, you would find out, you know. So what do you guys think in both both cases? I think it's more realistic that he wouldn't get on. Like I I think it's crazy that she didn't stay with him. (laughs) Um, And and just make sure he gets on the plane, gets on the plane, uh, make sure that there's... But maybe someone from the uh, center picks you up at the airport at the other end. Like, that would make sense for an addiction clinic. Yes, yeah. definitely. But I was going to say, he could also go and just enjoy his time in Hawaii. Go to Hawaii and not mm-hmm. go to the clinic. Just never yeah. come home. But I think it's the it's the the fear, right? The mm-hmm. panic of just having to get on that airplane. Yeah. I think once you're on the plane, mm-hmm. it might be, I mean, well, obviously you're trapped. And it depends when you last got it's high. It's almost like committing to it. Well, he does say he's going to get really drunk on the plane. 
See, but he has coke in the first episode, but he's also a drinker. He's, I guess, he's just whatever's yeah. at hand, kind of, kind of user. So, what do you guys think happened? Do you think I don't know? I was thinking it's like with addicts generally on television, if they either like they endanger someone they care about, and that's kind of a last straw, or some kind of like near death experience, like an accident or something they don't remember happening. I have a theory on this because in in the scene that we've just left in the pilot, where she comes over to his apartment. He, she's trying to leave. She's saying, you know, it's good to see you. I'm glad you're doing okay. And he sweet talks her basically into going out for a cup of coffee. They're having a nice kind of normal time. We don't really see that he's an addict by this time. No, like, we only find out at the end of the night. Well, he, they go back to his apartment, right? Yes, and then After. he starts casually using coke in front of her. Like, he's just snorting rails like it's yeah. no big deal. And she gets really angry and leaves. She flips out. But mm-hmm. the fact that he puts so much work into getting, I feel like he wants to hang out with her. And then he's sort of testing her to see how she'll react to his use now mm-hmm. if she's at put the edge of i feel like he's still in love with her we know that in the final episode yes, yeah. they Definitely. both kind of they mouth i love you i love you too yeah. across the airport it's that i like that that's a nice yeah. moment but i feel like um he wants to get back with her she wants to move on with her life definitely i feel like she's much further over him than he is over her so she leaves levi's place and she once again calls damon <laughs> And this is one, a very obsessed. hard scene to watch. Uh, we didn't mention it, but earlier in the office, she tried to see him, and his new assistant kind of gave her the brush off and was like, no, he's too busy to talk mm-hmm. to you right now. Uh, so she's calling him. She's driving around. She's like, oh, I just happened to be in your neighborhood. Maybe I'll just wait outside your house for a while. He comes rushing out. He does, I think, that really funny scene where he, like, slides down the lawn. Oh, and he, yeah, he slips, like, rushing to get to her. Yeah, and because, he's, like, and this all is... covered in grass stains. He's in his, like, underwear and a t-shirt or whatever, like, jammas. How does she not, how does Amy not know that this is insane? She's, oh. like, in the middle of the night, she pulls up to the house where he lives with his wife and kids. Yes. Like, they both made a huge mistake. And now she's just, she just keeps making it. Of course she knows, because if she didn't know, she would have walked right up to his front door. Right? Yeah. Like, that's what yes. a true crazy person would do. That's... But she's not really crazy. She's just super calculated. And she's like, well, you're going to keep ignoring me? Then I'm going to get closer than you're willing to let me get, because that's going to finally get your attention. But yeah, it's a completely crazy scene. They get in a huge fight. Uh, he says, like, I've made mistakes, but you are a mistake. Which is so accurate. I agree. I, agree. I, I was like, this guy, I don't care if you cheated on your family now. You're the only one who's giving wow. this girl Wow, he also form. used the R word. I mean... Oh, retard? Yeah, that was out of... You're not supposed to say the R word. It's... it's <laughs> oh, sorry. I promise I'll try to avoid saying retard in future. Um, I just say yeah. that's why I call it the R word. It was, re- it was um, bizarre. I, I wasn't a fan of him. That's all I'm going to say. He, I feel like we really experienced this completely. There backwards. aren't very many likable people on this show. And, and I think that's, again, uh, one of the big problems. Yeah. And I've talked about that before. Is like, I need likability, even just like an inch. Something like, that an you inch can relate of heart to. That you can like hope is going to grow. Well, okay, this, this comes up because when Laura Duran was being interviewed about the show, it was the likability of the character was brought up and she was kind of offended by it. Right, because comparing male it to, characters don't have to be likable. But, but the, I don't that's, agree that's with that. not true. Yeah. That's not true. Like, I mean, a lot of, uh, maybe, no, not Orphan Black. I like all those characters. I was trying to think if there's an unlikable. Sunny. Sunny has an unlikable female character. But I was thinking, like, she made the comparison to Gandolfini in Sopranos. Right. And to uh, Larry David on Curb. Mm-hmm. But I, l- like, 
You like both I, of those I don't people. Trust, I like Larry David a lot, and I think Larry David is usually in the right in a situation, even if he reacts weirdly. Right. Also, those people are very capable at their jobs, and they're frankly, their jobs are more important than hers. Like, she has a bland, weird, yeah. new... I, I, I don't... I don't know. I don't totally agree with that. I haven't seen Curb, but I think it's very different between a comedy and a drama. Very I think different. Uh, oh, then use the Sopranos People can be unlikable. I'm getting there. Okay, okay. So, with Tony Soprano, I think I agree. In the later seasons, he's almost completely unlikable, and mm-hmm. I started to not enjoy the show as much. I or, started to really... But you have other characters that you're rooting for, not yeah. just him. And the world itself is so well built. I feel like this, I, I am aware that there's kind of, I feel like there's a different metric that you have to be aware of between likability for men and women. I think she has it's a point, just but not, it's like she's, there's she, not enough examples. The for... point doesn't apply to her, though. This character is not interesting no i have no reason i don't want her to succeed i have no interest in watching her right but i think the less educated commentators right. are saying the problem with the show is she's unlikable which is too simple and she an was saying exactly yeah. that's unfair because there are lots of male leads that are unlikable the problem is she's uninteresting but she's not going to say that she's she's promoting her own show well, like, yeah. she, i mean she did win a, she won a golden globe for yeah. this so it's, i think she was for acting uh yeah she was an executive producer on the she show was well. listed as a creator yeah which um i want to talk about that really quick before we get into the finale sure well let's just say right before because we're at the very end of the pilot okay. um after the fight with damon amy has like a rage attack and she smashes his car with her car two times yeah, which is accidentally funny. perhaps and you don't no. really know. Well, that was for sure. The on first purpose. time I think I the first it was time accidental. was I don't know if either of them were on purpose, but I know the second one was accidental. Or if she... the thing is, she has so much space that the idea that she's like so upset that she can't figure out how to get out of this spot is no. She, I feel she like focused on that and was like, that... I'm gonna hit that car right now. I thought that was just an unrealistic moment, but you're putting a whole new spin on it for yeah, me. To me, I thought I was she right did in the middle and I couldn't really decide. On purpose. See, we are like she's come to this guy's house. We know that this whole new age lovey dovey thing is just like a tool she's using. Like she's a manipulator. She's a I don't know. I mean, I don't know that she doesn't believe it. I well, she is off her meds. She could believe all sorts of crazy things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have the final scene of her showing up for her first day back at Abaddon. No, she also right away gets out of the car and walks back up the hill. I was like, so you want my insurance? But yeah, the way yeah. she said that was genuine. I it felt. was. Like, I that agree. Was but the see, that's one the thing. redeeming moment with her. I was like, she. It's I think just like she could have after all the horrible things he said, she like lets her anger out for like a second and then she's just like th- she realizes that that was not the right thing to do. Yeah. And that's why she's genuinely apologetic when she's like so, you want my insurance or what? Like should I just drive away? Like what like anyway. She's so know. irrational and all uh So I but like before it's... she returns to work, then we get the scene aforementioned. She comes home uh, she yells at her mom's dog Ginger, who was very cute, mm-hmm. and King Charles Spaniel. And she sees her mom asleep on the bed, holding the letter that she tried to read to her earlier. And it's oh. just like she fell asleep reading that one-page letter. A exactly. Oof, it, what an yeah, effort! It was so boring. I couldn't get all the way through it before I fell asleep. B, it's like, who clutches things in their sleep? Like as soon as you fall asleep, you drop whatever's in your hand. You're not like 
holding on to it. <laughs> I, like, I thought they were going to show she was fake asleep. Like, she was like, she didn't want... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I felt like she weird. wouldn't have wanted to, her daughter to see that she was falling asleep Which is another letter. reason why you, she wouldn't have done that, right? Like, her mom is such a control freak, and, like, she would have read the letter in secret in the yeah. bathroom, and then put it back where it was. Like, it just... The, Who knows, man. It was such a weird scene, I didn't get it at all. And then, from here, she returns to work the next day in her nice new dress. Which... The dress was beautiful. It was. Another thing I would like to say um, uh, with the cinematography is the the costume design was really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, She returns to work and she kind of has a a hallucination of the sea turtle, it seems. Or I can't tell if she's just thinking about the sea turtle and it's inspiring her. Like she sees it in the top of the elevator on the way up. Yeah. Or if she is actually... some of that mescaline... Or if just she's off her meds. We don't know what her condition is. She could be a schizophrenic. Right. She could have... That's true. Uh, you know, some, some sort of like light hallucinations. Yeah. And she, she's just kind of... <laughs> she always looks so out of place from everyone else around her. She's very awkward and just weird. Yeah. So she's like... The two people next to her are just like staring ahead in an elevator. And she's kind of like gazing up at the ceiling. <laughs> which if you saw in person, you'd be like, this person is... You're like, are you okay? Yeah, what's going on with yeah, you? Yeah, it was to a Regina Spector song called Human of the Year. Mm-hmm. Oh, the music also was, music great. was great. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I don't know if it said it in the pilot, but in the finale, it was music by Mark Mothersborough. Again. Yes. Yeah. And, and again. Not. Who the, did the music? Which one was it? 20... Uh, for Eureka. Oh, Eureka. Yeah, that's Eureka. right. He's everywhere. But the yeah, directing apparently. in this show, like I said before... It's very Wes Anderson. There's a lot of close-up shots of objects being laid out mm-hmm. or, like, hands typing on keyboards. Concentration on the seashell that she found. That was, like, yeah, a big thing. Yeah. Okay, well, that was basically the pilot. Let's talk about the finale. I'll read the... Oh, uh, and we never... I thought it was interesting we never find out where she was given a job. Right. After she got hired back. We don't actually know where she's going. Yes. No. For the donut. When we come back to the finale, we see that she's working in the basement of the building in the IT department. So Is it the IT department? That is definitely the IT department. They have all those computer... They have all the uh, the giant computers down there. I yeah. have a lot of questions about that whole situation. Okay. See? This yeah. Because I didn't understand a lot of what was going on. Okay, okay, so... And how she would have the qualifications to work in the IT department. They have to give her a job. They found somewhere to put her out of the way. But go ahead. The finale episode, uh, episode 10, is called Burn It Down. Can change come from within? At 3 in the morning, Levi breaks into Helen's home, strung out, depressed, demanding to see Amy. He agrees to go to rehab the next day, giving Amy hope that the world can change. She renews her attempts to awaken Abaddon's corporate conscience, asking Damon if he'll let her present her research to his team. He says she can have 20 minutes at the next day's staff meeting. Dougie tells Amy she can't go. Will Levi actually go to rehab? Can Amy find a way around Dougie? And if so, then what? Oh my god. Well, we can answer all those questions. Uh, yeah. So we talked about the scene with Levi. I think we basically covered Levi yeah, in the finale. Yeah, I think his, so. His... It ends off with them, like you said, saying, whisp- like mouthing I love you to each other, and that's the last we see yeah. of him. So and we, it's just those two scenes with him. We are all sort of... Um, on the side that he probably didn't make it to rehab. You know what? I think he made it. <laughs> okay. I think he. Go. I think That's he good. genuinely wanted to change, and I. I like Luke Wilson. I want him to do it, but it would be so much better for the second season if he didn't go. I did want to say there was a great line, and I'm a huge Luke Wilson fan in general, but 
when he agrees to go to rehab, Amy tells him that she's really happy, and he says, I'm glad you're happy, because I want to die. That's a great line. So Amy is still living with her mom. In the pilot, she promised she would only be there for a short time until she could save up money to uh, move out. We see that that hasn't happened yet. Or perhaps it did, and she just doesn't want to leave the comfort zone of her. Now, that first episode was too... like, but there's two months between the cold open and her return. Say, it, I think it's, it's a couple months. Three. All right, at least. let's let's say three months then. What? Mm-hmm. But the actual matter, episode yeah. after she returns is two days. Her first day back, and then going into work the next day. In the yeah. pilot. Oh yeah, yeah. In the pilot. The, the, yeah. the time we cover in the pilot. So I feel like very little Only time. Only a few days are going by each time. Maybe. During the donut period, I think it's. A week or two? Yeah. I think it's a little little more. I would agree. It's a very short amount of time. Well, let's talk about this because in the interim, uh, this is where we find out that she got fired. We also actually, Mm -hmm. to place the timeline, um, what's her assistant, Krista? Krista. She's still pregnant in the finale. Oh. And she was five and a half months pregnant, I think. She was five and a half months pregnant in the the pilot. pilot. Um, I don't know. I think it said five and a half. Well, that's a great gauge of how long she's been gone. Let's say four months then, four or five. Yeah. Because she she either didn't know she was pregnant or wasn't pregnant. Or wasn't pregnant enough to tell people. Exactly. Yeah. And then in the in the finale, she is still pregnant, so it can't we can't tell how much it is. Yeah, but a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Definitely no longer than. Like but two she months. hasn't given birth yet. No. So we know. Okay, so there we go. It's within four months. Yeah. I'd say. When, do you, when does a woman have to leave to, like, is it the last month before uh, birth? A month, usually. It depends, but yeah, you can work up until, like, Two like weeks. a week before oh. you give birth. You can work up until, like, Amy Poehler was hosting SNL until the yeah. night before she had her baby, so. That's amazing. Yeah. Women, we be strong. We can do it. Strong women be strong. Strong women weak be women strong. Weak women be weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, any woman that pushes a baby out of her vagina is not weak. Uh, okay, so... Uh, as I was saying, Amy got fired. So yeah. here's, so like you said, she's in IT. Her boss is named Dougie, okay? So the first we see of him, he's in like a weird glass office in the mm-hmm. middle of this room. And he's giving her like a super weird look. So at first I thought the dynamic was going to be like, she's really scared of him. But mm-hmm. then when we see them together, it's more like he's really scared of her. Something. I want to just quickly describe the office that they're in. Okay. It's full of supercomputers. It's every, all the desks are laid out perfectly symmetrical. Yeah. But no one's There's looking no at each other. There's no cubicles. There's no walls. But it feels like a room of cubicles just yes, without, without the walls. without the walls. Definitely. It's very cold, antiseptic. Meanwhile, it's sort Dougie... It's like the old way they used to do it with like the typists when they'd have like all women like just lined up yeah. in the olden days like typists. Typing, typing, typing. Except all the walls are glass, so you can see everything. Like yes. the boss is behind a glass wall, but why? Dougie. 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 Sorry, Dougie. And Dougie insists on having a. Omar! Person. Jason Manzukis. The Zoo. The most criminally underused appearance I've ever seen. Did he him. have one line? He had one line, and it was bye. That Every was it? Bye. Every time I see him anywhere, I know things are going to get better. I was just like, oh, Zooks! He's almost enough. I'm. If I could just find a collection of his scenes from this show, yeah. I would watch that. But the other guy down there as well, Tyler, who was... Uh, That's Mike White, who we yes. should really talk about because he is the writer of every single episode. The only, the sole oh. writer. Oh, sorry. Well, and Laura Dern, who's also... Mike White and Laura Dern are both creative 
they're both executive producers on the show. Right. Uh, I believe Mike White wrote all of them himself, though she may have... Uh, like, she's listed as a creator instead of a, a, a writer. Right. But they're both listed under writing credits yeah. because they're both creators. He also wrote School of Rock. He oh. did, and he's in School of yeah, Rock. Yeah, he's so great. I love him. As soon as I saw him, too, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And uh, their whole scenes together, I thought, were really funny. See, I felt like he stretched himself thin here with... Because he also directs, and he's acting in it. He's doing everything. Yeah, I and thought it was great. He always I sort guess. of plays a similar character. He's like, great at playing Mike White. Yeah, I don't think he stretches too far in this, but That's not the whole crime. Julie the bitch thing made me laugh so he, hard. Yeah, he, got, he had some good lines in it. It's... Uh, I don't know. It, he acted feel, very understated. Well, that's his style. Yeah, and, and I, I feel like it didn't speak, but it was neither a for positive the, or negative performance for me. It was just there. He plays uh, one of Amy's new co-workers in, uh, in the IT department, who, if I'm not mistaken, seems to have a little bit of a thing for her. He's on probation uh, because he yeah. figured out how to hack the internal emails mm-hmm. uh, because of his girlfriend, Julie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, after things go bad with Damon, Amy decides she wants to hack his, his email. She can prove that he's been taking kickbacks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler slips her the password, and it's like Julie underscore bitch. bitch. And it reminded me of uh, 24 when it was like, yeah. life sucks, one word, or whatever it was. <laughs> passwords. Ah, oh, jokes with passwords. Okay, so here's so, my question. Yes. Mm-hmm. There, There's... Um, Amy sort of hints that she's made some mistakes sexually in the past. Yeah. So do you think her and Dougie had sex and no. that's why she got fired? Because they're related. Like, why is he so afraid to be alone in the well, room? I feel like something happens. legally happened. She goes in to speak to Dougie. He immediately calls in Jason Manzukis, a.k.a. Omar. Because he to doesn't want to be alone with her, yeah, ever. Just to sit with her. I feel her. like Omar from The Wire should be the only Omar forever and no one can yeah. ever be able to be named that anymore. Okay, go ahead. Uh, then, when they're in the room, he goes, okay, from now on, whenever you're in here, we're going to have a third person present because I don't want any more of that he said, she said stuff. Which makes me think think that uh, at some point a claim was made by Amy against him. Yeah, yeah, that he like sexually assaulted her. But I don't know if I believe that he would have. No, because but it's that doesn't Amy. mean they didn't have sex. I feel I like think the fact was, that he's like... always looking at her. He seems to be like obsessed with her. I don't know. I, think I thought the... he was watching her. Well, after that meeting, she he was watching her to make sure she wasn't leaving. Yeah. Basic... So she goes in to yeah. ask permission to give this presentation to Damon and his colleagues about making the company more environmentally responsible. He and says okay. You have says, twenty minutes. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Damon says. Damon, fine. Damon says yes. You have twenty minutes. So she goes to her boss in the IT department, Dougie, to ask for permission. Yeah. And he, he says, says no. no. We're too busy. We so need yeah. To, yeah, then she sneaks out, but uh, Manzukis like rats her out and like points to Dougie where she went. So well, and fair enough. I mean, you... <laughs> he needs her there for something. Hey, says, I don't think don't... he does. He just doesn't no. want to well, let see, her go. He just doesn't want to give her what she wants. I... Is that the case? Yes, I she's, think so. she's been proved. Maybe, but you guys because are giving even, Amy a even, lot of credit. She's she been even proven offers, to be a terrible employee. She offers to come in earlier, work later, like yeah, make up for it. she offers to stay the extra 20 minutes. There's Anything. There's no reason why she can't have 20 minute break He noon. just doesn't want her to let Other her go. Other than the fact that she's, un, that she's work in a different de- department. And whenever she goes off on her own, she screws something up, it seems. Like, I don't know. If I had an employee, like if I was managing an employee like Amy... 
Man. I would be very afraid of giving You're her too much like the man, man. Well, we're saying the same thing. Like, it's not... Like, he doesn't need her there. You don't... What you were saying doesn't well, mean then, that he needs her there. He just doesn't want to let her go because, oh, okay, of, because she's crazy. Oh, okay. Or, I thought you were saying he was just doing it to... Uh, to be controlling rather no, well, than to try to keep the business running efficiently. I don't think, no, I, yeah, I think I he's doing it because he doesn't like her. Yeah, another, has the power. that's what I think. Here's another too. question. If they've got a boss upstairs, if Damon is, like, why doesn't Damon say, hey, would you mind letting Amy come up for 20 minutes? Because he doesn't really care that much. That's true. That's true. He doesn't yeah. care. So there's a scene where Amy crawls into bed with her mom. Um, after her long day and her mm. boss not giving her what he wants. Wow, wow. And then her mom again <laughs> makes a comment about how something's wrong with her hair. Like, that's mm. all she says. Although, like, her hair is way better in the finale than it was in the pilot. It yeah. slims out. They got better bangs. It's shorter. I love it. Continue. So she goes into work uh, the next day to make her presentation. She's wearing this amazing green power suit. Oh, she was also wearing that beautiful yellow dress yeah. on the day before again. I, I thought yes. she looked amazing in that suit. I was like, what? I didn't think the suit was that great. No, so cool. I kind of liked Not it. Not a lot of ladies could pull off a green power suit like that. Yeah, she's It looked got... so like I'm the boss. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she very, looked like a real... Like dress for the job you want kind of thing. It reminded me of like a working girl type yeah. movie. Um, so she, yeah, she makes five. her run for it while Dougie's not watching. And, okay, so this is a scene, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the background, the wallpaper, did you see the wallpaper? It was covered in bees. Yeah. No, and, I did Yes, not. actually, all the art at Abaddon is, um, it's all, like, close-ups of leaves. When she's in the meeting trying to get her job back, the background is just sliced cucumber. Yeah, I saw it's that, all... too. It's <laughs> all... But the, like, why would you have big bees on your wall? It actually looked very cool. But worker it was like, bees. What? I know, but We're worker bees. Mm, that's, that's a worse reason to have it up there. That's, like, reminding the drones that, like... They're just this just added to the like anyway. completely bland and generic feeling of Abaddon liked, as a company. I thought it was pretty. I just didn't understand it. Natural. Yeah, but so, it says nothing about the company. She, yeah, you're right. It doesn't. She gives her speech to the group, uh, who are sort of confused that she's there in the first place. Mm-hmm. She says some pretty horrible things about what this company is doing, like poison tampons, poison lipstick. I was like, ooh, I should research the things I put in my body more. It's all kinds of stuff. I thought that this was. <laughs> She That's gave bad. her. Can I? I want to say like her presentation skills, not great. She's nervous. I, I thought she was nervous. I don't care that she's nervous. It's of a bad presentation. Uh, <laughs> I thought they were I'd a little this, afraid of her. I thought this was her. an example of her not being good at this job. Because I, I didn't think she didn't really give any good information, and basically it came down to her saying, "Hey, all these products that we sell." Um, are toxic. They're not. The FDA, they're FDA approved. That what, she thinks they've got a little bit of something in one of these? Oh, just, just because the FDA doesn't impro- doesn't not approve them doesn't make them not toxic. Wait, sorry, just because the FDA doesn't not approve them doesn't make them not toxic. Yeah, because certain things don't fall under the FDA, right? Like tampons have nothing to do with the Federal Drug Administration. Well, who approves them? Nobody. Right? That's the problem. Do you really? Okay, I guess. I. Well, you don't have to put them inside you. Do you? But you're saying you don't research your 
Why would you? Because you assume they're safe. That's Why would the there be thing. anything toxic in what? I see. I don't know. That's I don't. That's my point. And I think that's her point it's as well. It's really bad, but they're making a ton of money, as the executives point out. These are. I don't think we have enough information to make this conclusion. Our best-selling brands. She doesn't for... say enough. She says there's a little bit of something. But the points they make done... to counter her aren't very great either. I don't. They, they just don't like her. I, it that, was another case well, where yeah, I thought they be, just didn't the like her. They don't they care invite what her up is to. To cut her down. That's no. The whole reason Damon does that yeah. is as a joke because as soon as she leaves, she's like, "Oh, I thought that would be a funny way to start mm-hmm. the meeting." Like they're just trying to humiliate her. Totally. She hears the totally. whole thing from behind closed doors, turns around, runs back in there, and screams, "You guys are the problem. This is so fucking high school." And I was like, "Yes, of course. Like that's no way to act in an no. office around grown-ups." It the people, isn't. The people in this office are terrible. Like I wouldn't want to work here. I just don't feel like in her presentation any, like, there's no information given to say that anything they're doing is wrong. Yeah, but she's done tons of research. She's trying to give them See, all this information. I think I she this most another, likely had information. I I thought this was, maybe, I thought this was just another case of vague, just vagueness, infuriating vagueness. Would we have seen Abaddon being, would we have seen this hell company being evil throughout the donut? See, but I feel like Krista isn't evil. I don't feel like it's... Yeah. I think it's just a general, like, this is a large corporation that's doing a lot of damage, and we could be making different choices. And she even says that, is like, we're not going to just stop polluting or stop selling these companies' medications, but we can make other choices to reduce the damage that we're doing. Uh, And their point is that, yeah, but then we'd make less money. Yeah. Their point, no, no. Her thing is we need to stop selling all of these products immediately. Not that we should change. That's not what she says. That's absolutely what she says. She says, says, here's a list of the products we need to stop selling. She says, these are the worst of the worst. And if we could even start cutting these ones out, then we would be making a difference. She doesn't say that at all. We gotta stop selling these, and that she has no commitment to keeping the brand alive. She just wants to cut out products. Of course, like, it's a crazy not, plan. It's not in their best interest no. by any means. I'm not saying it is. If you I'm wanted to do what this. she's saying, which is to create better products in this company, like she doesn't give a plan for doing that. She just says, "Here's a list of things I don't like. Let's get rid of them." They don't even give her a chance. That's not you shouldn't true. see. You shouldn't give this woman a chance. She doesn't. As in the pilot in the finale, there's nothing to say that she's good at what she does. Well, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. That's not the point. The point is that the company is polluting and selling poisonous products. The only they don't even get her a chance. She's to... an unreliable narrator. The only information you have to but say they that asked the... her to speak to them. They did. Nobody asked her. She asked. They said fine. It doesn't matter. They agreed to hear her out, and they didn't. That's the point of the scene. He, ga- he gave her maybe four minutes. He said 20 minutes. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But was... nothing... My point is that the only reason we have to think that Abaddon does anything evil is from Amy, who I don't trust. No, the other reason is that, in general, corporations are evil. Oh, I don't. Okay, Hannah. Okay, so, uh, Dougie wants to see Amy after work. He is not stoked about what she did. It was... Yes. And as discussed earlier, Amy wants Damon's email. She announces to the whole room that he was taking kickbacks. Uh, she tries to convince Tyler Tyler that they could be whistleblowers and they could be heroes. And he's just like, no, I'm already being punished. I don't want anything to do with this. I don't want to go to jail. Uh, and actually, she gives this huge rousing speech. And he's just like, 
I gotta be. <laughs> then he runs away, but of course he secretly leaves her the password mm-hmm. so that she can uh, get in. And that's when we see that amazing scene where she's fake burning down the entire building. I is... love um, how she logs into his email at her work. That's exactly what I thought too. I was like, A, it's like they'll be able to track what Immediately. computer you did that from. But I think it's sort of, the, I don't think she cares. No. Because I thought about that too. I was like, you are not thinking this through at all. A, it's like they're going to know he helped you <laughs> if you're using the same way of doing this that he did and got caught for yeah. because he obviously said he told someone he, he did told it. somebody he told julie he did it <laughs> and, uh, and yeah like that's your station you're logged in obviously like you know when you work for like a company like that that's like so like computerized yeah they can track all your they can read everyone's emails everyone's, they yeah. can you know all that stuff so i thought about that too but i feel like she's just at the point where she just doesn't give a crap like she intends for them to know she's the one that leaked all that information yeah well she wants she wants the credit for being the whistleblower she wants she's got this big fantasy built up definitely Uh. oh and interestingly enough she wasn't fired by dougie he said he gave her a warning and one more stunt in and she's out well we still don't know what she got fired for the first time or who fired her oh but she does say that they figured out that uh, she was in the right yeah so it must have been something that occurred since she would probably return to the same department or, another, or maybe she's in a third department now because of what knows? happened when she first came back, right? Because we don't actually see in the pilot yeah. where they're going to put her. It's true. And so maybe she hasn't been in IT. Like, to me, I thought, like I said earlier, that she had slept with her new boss mm-hmm. and then accused him of being sexually inappropriate. And mm-hmm. then she ended up getting fired. And that's how she got it back because it was sort of like a, you know, a sexual assault. Like she probably right. threatened to sue someone again. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I, see I didn't see that in that way, but it's. I just Absolutely like the possible. way he was so scared of her it's... and also like couldn't keep her eyes off her mm-hmm. was like to me it felt like she seduced him and then used that to try to get something which ended up backfiring on her mm-hmm. but then she was like well I'll sue him for you know sexual assault because mm-hmm. he's my boss and blah 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 <laughs> and he knew I was fragile and all this stuff right anyway I don't know we'll have to watch I guess yeah we no, are well, which we I'll never will. will we never will <laughs> Okay, so do we have any other donut questions? I'm just going through mine. We no. answered that one. We answered that one and that one. I think that's it. I, um, yeah. I mean, the, the questions for me are whether... My big question about the show in general is whether or not Amy is sincerely trying to get better or if she's just using this as a technique to manipulate people. Yeah. And in the pilot and the finale, I just... Did you guys feel she was manipulating or Tyler? It's a mixture of both, I think. I think she might believe it. Yeah, I think she wants, yes. Right? Like, she thinks that she's getting better, but she's just a different kind of crazy or bad or she's you know, not damaged. Like whatever the, word you want to use. The fact that she's burn, she wants to burn the company to the ground, right? At the end, is yes. like her fantasy? Like, the pilot is literally called Burn It Down. There's another way to make change. And I will not give up. I have come too far. I have a plan. It begins today. Burn it down. Burn it down. I feel like Damon and the executives, like, it's got a terrible corporate culture. 
Yes. I don't like that people are getting kickbacks. It's crazy. <laughs> and but I feel like that's I couldn't tell if that's specific to Damon or if it's like a company wide. Yeah, it was like double. Well, she accused him of double dipping. So yeah. it's usually that's when you like double charge for one thing. Mm-hmm. So I think he's taking more than the percentage that he's owed mm-hmm. and keeping money probably from those that are just like underneath him. And the fact the fact that she brings this up a couple times yeah. and nothing it's mentioned happens. Mentioned in the pilot as well. And right? it's mentioned in yeah. their fight when in, screaming she shouts at each it other. into the office and then in the finale she shouts it to the board of all yeah. these executives. Yes. So I feel like it's known, but I can't tell if everyone's participating or if just no one wants to confront him on it. Nobody, yeah, no one even says anything about it. And I think definitely, he's probably not the only one. Probably not. Yeah, but he's probably also, not everyone in that room Mm -hmm. is getting kickbacks, right? So it's like, it's going to snowball into something else. But then that's what she wants the emails for, right? To prove... (sighs) That he's stealing money, basically. But what here's something for the second season is how much damage will that whistleblowing do to the company altogether? Like, because if she blows the whistle and it, you know, their stock price plummets. Yeah. What happens? Does Damon let go, or does just a bunch of little people get let like, go? Like, why is she so obsessed with staying there as a job? If That's she's the truly, question I don't really understand exactly. If she's truly <laughs> reformed, and she hates all that stuff, like, she, yeah, she must be quote unquote truly reformed because why would she be trying to push such a unpopular like strategy for the company unless she really thinks that it's like she's been put on the earth to make things better like if she's only trying to get higher up the ladder or get back to where she mm-hmm. was she'd be going about it in an opposite way yeah. right this would like, be a strange power like she's, play yeah she's hurting herself by continuing to ins- insist on making things healthier and greener and, you know, all that stuff. I guess she could be trying to establish herself as, like, the only executive who's willing to play straight and fair and and down with nature. I just feel like it leaves, even if we had watched it all, so many questions. I don't know who Amy is. Don't connect, yeah. And again, like I said from the beginning, I think a lot of the problem with that is that we don't get enough of the... The backstory. The first world. Where... who she, where she is, who she came from. Uh-huh. Now we just get this whole new version of her, and like you keep saying, you don't know if she's faking it or if it's genuine because we don't know what she was like before. I'd like to know her. I like yeah. everyone involved in this show. Lord Hearn and Luke Wilson. I mean, amazing. I mean, yeah, Jason amazing. Zukas. Oh, the Zooks. the Zooks. We love you, Zooks. We love you. All right, let's pick our next show, yeah, guys. Like that's... I said, uh, any number between 1 and 1,018. Please go ahead. Uh, did you say 1,018? Mm-hmm. I would like 1,018, please. Because that sounds like a really nice number. Okay. What would you like? 419. 419. Okay. So, 419 is a show called Partners. Okay. Uh, I've actually watched that. I can tell you what it is. It was a comedy uh, in 2012 starring... Oh, my God. Um... What is his name? The guy from Numbers, who is not Rob Morrow. Uh, He's in all the Harold and Kumar movies. Michael Urey, David Krumholtz. There you go. David Krumholtz and Michael Urey. Sophia Bush is also in it. It's a very straight up 20-minute um, sitcom. Oh. How about instead we watch Partners from 2014 with Kelsey Grammer? Uh-huh. I don't think it would be a great one for us. I've seen every episode. Look at both the shows below it and above it. Uh-huh. It's Amazing. Party Down and Parks and Rec. Okay, but the one that Pierce chose is... is... 90210. Oh my god. 
Oh man. Two thousand and eight, um, so it's not the original. Which you have seen? It's the remake. Every episode. <laughs> I've never seen nine oh two one oh. The have first I. season is rough. I see that's I funny. will tell you that. I heard that the first season of the original was the best season yes. of it and then it just kind of slowly declined. Yes. The first three seasons of the original are fantastic. Once they got out of high school, it just was there's no point to it anymore, but it went on for six more years. Oh my god. Uh, and I've watched every episode of that as well. The original, the first season, they're really trying to remake the original, and it wasn't. In the second season, they brought in new showrunners. They completely changed it and and tried went in their own direction, mm-hmm. and it got a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am pretty excited about this. We are gonna watch nine hundred two one zero. Well then, the new school. The new school. <laughs> okay. We will uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for listening. We love you very much. And uh... check us out on Twitter. We're at TV Donut. We got a Facebook page. We got an iTunes. We got a SoundCloud. You want to leave us a like or a uh, review? You know that's nice. We, yeah. Uh, that's nice of you. Or send us some feedback. Tell us, you know, all the things that we've said that aren't really true. Anything, anything Actually, you, you want to do. What? I think we should take recommendations. I think if someone has a show they'd really love to hear us talk about, or really that's think a... would be a good donut, definitely we would definitely be interested because we are gonna. I mean, we still have one thousand and seventeen to go, but oh god, we're gonna run out eventually. <laughs> and they're not every show's on the list, so yeah. definitely hit us up and uh, say hi. Okay, well, have a great day, guys. Yeah. Enjoy it. Bye. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. Go ahead and sell me out, and I'll lay your ship bare. See how I'll leave with every piece of you. Let's go.